Blog Talk Radio. Another week of Queen Conversations. Hi, ladies. How y'all doing tonight? 
Good. Great. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Well, the wonderful song you just heard was our very own uh, Leah Joel singing her own song, After a While. Make sure you check that out. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Won't he do it? So once again, you have a uh, a, a wonderful group here tonight. We, we're absent one again, but again, never, ever, ever will we uh, forget her. Let's introduce ourselves and say hello real quick. Okay, Hi, this is Lakeisha. Hi, Leah. Oh, we, Hi, Leah. we kind of bumped it. <laughs> Hi, Leah. Yes. Hi, we got a bump. this is Leah. <laughs> I bring you greetings from Wichita, Kansas. I'm excited to be here with you guys tonight. We're excited Hi, to have this you. Is, this is Lakeisha from Charlotte, North Carolina, home of the Hornets. We doing good this year. Uh-huh. <laughs> we lost last night, but we doing good. Which I feel How y'all doing good. tonight? Yeah, we still doing good, though. <laughs> and last but not least. For the night at least, we're missing Evie tonight, but uh, I am Wendy Elizabeth from Chicago, where it is now one degree outside, but we are still, we still bundled up and we are right. We are right. There is a song that says, I will not complain right now, because I just posted today, I said, this weather is disrespectful, but we in the 30s, so I, I will not complain. Nothing to complain about. We'd be all right if we had 30 degrees here. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you guys keep that while we're in our 50s. Uh, it might go down to 20 degrees tonight, but um, I'll let you, Wichita, Kansas people, and Chicago uh, area people, keep y'all, y'all, y'all cold weather. Well, okay. Quick announcement yeah. for everybody the Global Drive Network 2017 Change the Nation Cruise. Um, we are inviting everyone to join the Global Drive team on a three-day fun-filled cruise leaving from Miami, Florida, and going to the Bahamas on September 15th through September 18th. To reserve your room, deposits must be paid by January 7th, 2016. What's that date again? 2017. The dates for the Bahamas for the cruise are September 15th through the 18th. But to reserve your room, deposits must be made by January 7th, 2017. To pay your deposit or for more details, go to the Global Drive Network on the Facebook page and click for details. Y'all do not want to miss this cruise. This is going to be a lot of good people, good information, and a lot of fun. You can't go wrong in the Bahamas. No, no. You can't go wrong. And and I'm going to let a little secret, a little cat out the bag that I'm sure he is not so. Our our CEO of Global Drive, Winston Burns, September 18th is his birthday. So this is not only uh, Global Drive's cruise, but this is also his birthday cruise. So you know it's going to be a lot of fun (laughs) when you're doubling up all this stuff. Uh huh. There, there's there's a, a dual purpose in this. This is his uh, thirty. <laughs> how old am I? This this will be his thirty eight. That'll be his thirty eighth birthday. So, you know, the older you get, you may party slower, but you still get it in. So I know that. His, his, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this will be his, his uh, opportunity to show y'all his big man dance. So, it'll be a oh, lot of man. fun. Shout out well, we're gonna jump right in the, the show. Back. We'll jump right in the show tonight into the hot topics. 
Uh, this is going to be a great night of conversation. So before I even get started, let's talk about, uh, I want to make sure that everybody listening has the opportunity to join the conversation. If you want to call in, you can get your pens and paper ready. It's area code 929 477 Two three zero four, and press one if you want to um, to join the conversation and say something. We'll get you in, and we'll we'll chat it out with you. If you want to be incognito and email us your questions, you can do that also at Queen Conversations One at gmail.com. Again, that's Queen Conversations with an S one at gmail.com. We want to hear your questions and your feedback, and we will definitely acknowledge every last one of them. So tonight we're going to be talking mm. about preparing for Christmas for our hot topic. Uh, mm. Do do we have any traditions among us? Mm-hmm. Well, traditions, you know, it's so funny being on this side of the country now with being back in the Carolinas. Um, going home, we will have like a Christmas Eve party, a little get together. And that is, when we when we get together in Venice, so we might do like a Christmas Eve, you know, food and uh, play spades or do some type of, um, you know, family gathering. That to me, that reminds me of the holidays, just getting together. But straight traditions will be like the day before Christmas. If we're not doing gift exchange, um, we're definitely just getting together. And now that we got this karaoke machine at my mama's house, you know. Everybody want to be on the Motown review. So, <laughs> all right. Was, uh, it, was about, it, was about, it was about 15, 20 deep at my mother's house for Thanksgiving. And um, it was, oh, I loved it. Everybody, oh, Diana Ross came out. Um, oh, yeah. Who else came? Marvin came and um, uh, some Bobby Blue Band even came out. So we, we oh, had fun. We sing. <laughs> that sounds like fun. And and just in case you all didn't yes. know, which I'm sure you all don't, I am the karaoke queen. So it's nice to meet you really? all. I, I, I am the karaoke oh, you queen. Left I take it very seriously. <laughs> very seriously. Really? That's what oh. my favorite thing about a cruise. Every night I go to karaoke, and every night, every night I win. I am the karaoke queen. Oh, Just God, yeah. So what you're really saying is you can really sing, but you're just blaming it on karaoke. Oh, I like, I, I'm not going to go that far. But, again, I am the karaoke queen. That's Wendy, we know you have a little, look, we know you have a little voice on you. I can tell. God you has smiled on me. Praise him. Um, I know you got a little <laughs> voice on you. <laughs> Uh, let me let me make room in my aisle. Let me make room in my aisle. She said praise. Well, in case I need hey, to do look. a run. Hey, look, you can give us a little something for the people. No, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, ma'am. Christmas carol. Come on, Wendy. No, ma'am. This is for Jesus. On, this Wendy. is only for Jesus. This is only for Jesus. We talking about traditions. Let's get back to our topic at hand. So, uh, 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 what's our tradition? <laughs> Listen, Lakeisha, I vote by the end of this night, we're going to get a song out of her. Lies. Yeah. I feel it in my Shondo. Lies. I think Shondo is broken. Shondo broke. Actually, oh my goodness. When we were when we were younger, still in my parents' house, um, one of our big traditions was baking cookies on Christmas Eve. And when Home Alone came out, that was the movie. So that's one thing I carry on. Like I have to have Home Alone, the first version, and some cookies. One of the new traditions, 
um, I've had is meeting with my close friends that are out of town in Tulsa. We usually have a Christmas gathering uh, prior to, so we get a chance to hang out. With All of them have kids. Most of them are married. So all the families come together, and we eat and have fun. We sing. We clown and literally, like, stay up all night. So still trying to find a time with my husband. But, but, yeah, we do. We have a great time. Nice, nice. Well, we in in on this side, on the burn side, we don't really have traditions like that. My father and I, we have a um, a tradition that we do every year, but it's after the day after Thanksgiving. We do our annual Daddy Daughter Day, which is so much fun, and um, that's fun, a lot of fun, because we do whatever we want to do for the whole day, and we answer to no one. We've been doing that since I was four. It's amazing. Uh, but for Christmas, we really don't do anything traditionally. Uh, we will have most of the time if I plan it or my brother plan it, we'll go out to dinner the night before, and it's a lot of us. So it tends to be about 30 people at dinner. Um, but nothing to speak of beyond that. So uh, with those, with or without the traditions in mind, what are, what are you all looking most forward to um, with, you know, preparing for Christmas? Ooh, look at most part. You know, I love. I have a niece. You know, I have a niece named Layla, and she's the littlest one out. She's two. And when you talk about what I look, I I just look forward to hanging out with my niece. I mean, my family. Don't I love everybody? But um, my little niece, she's two years old, and she is just a little comedian. She says my name correctly now, and she likes to sing like me. So I, I'm looking forward to spending time with her and kind of joking around my grandmother and uh, eating, eating some. Mm. I already, I already called the house to see what was on the menu. So um, <laughs> just, just spending time. So that's what I'm looking forward to. In a break, you guys, can we, can we say praise the Lord for end of the semester? I'm, I'm so that, glad. That's worth a shout. <laughs> that's worth so a shout. I'm so glad to be on. I know Leah, you understand too, because, you're um you're gonna be having a break soon with your kids, um well, at the school. So, well, well I'm taking <laughs> a break. We're year round, but I, I'm taking a break because I thank God I have PTO that I have to use or I lose it. So I was smart enough to hold on to five more days. So I I actually get a break, but usually I do not. Want me to do it? Come on, oh, somebody. That's so good. He did that's, it. That's, <laughs> that's he good. did. So Leah, what? What about you, Leah? What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to uh, ham, turkey, green beans, potatoes, <laughs> young, corn, hot, I cannot. Lemonade, I cannot. Right. I cannot. Yes. Come on, somebody. All right. Come when on, I Leah. Tell you food, food makes me happy. I don't care about gifts. I don't care about just put that honey baked ham on my plate. And I, I, I'll be good, for real. But honestly, um, like because Christmas falls on a Sunday this year, I am most looking forward to our worship service at church and really across amen. the country, those who choose to go out. Um, and I, I hope that the listeners hear that, you know, holidays are tough. You know, we do want to dedicate time to our families and our traditions, but because it's all about Jesus anyway, how about we just dedicate at least an hour or two and go worship him in a corporate atmosphere. I really, really, genuinely look forward to that. My pause. I was That's shouting. Cool. I was. I was shouting. 
You have my clicking in the background. I'll shout because I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement. That's good. I don't necessarily have anything I'm looking forward to. I do. I love that it's one Sunday this year. Uh, We at my church, we always have a a Sunday service. uh, Not a Sunday service. We always have a um, Christmas service anyway. But it's nice to have it on a Sunday. I don't remember the last time it was on a Sunday anyway, but I think that will be uh, a welcome change. Uh, I would say I'm looking forward to the time off, but I don't get any because it's um, a regular day off for me anyway, and I work Christmas Eve and all that other stuff. But I'm a holiday person anyway, so don't say, oh, I make my own schedule. (laughs) That's my own doing. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) mm -mm. no, don't feel, do not cry for me. I did that to myself. But, um, which actually leads me into the next question, you know, I do that because I enjoy being busy um, Mm -hmm. anyway, but the idle time uh, could potentially present an issue. Too much idle time gives you opportunity to think and think stuff that ain't healthy. So um, people generally have, not generally, but sometimes people have issues around the holiday, emotionally, mentally, financially, you know. um, None of those necessarily are a challenge to me anymore, but just in case, I like to be occupied mm-hmm. and busy and doing something. So do you all experience any challenges this time of the year? Yes, Lord. You know, yeah, you know, I'm going to say this, not as a challenge, but why is it that we, during Christmas time, we want to be so giving, you know, we want to do this and that, and I wish or I pray that we would have that spirit throughout the year. So it gets real. It gets real commercial to me in some ways. Like, yeah, I like the holidays because it pauses with family. I think I mentioned this during a Thanksgiving um, session, but even at work and everything, it's like, oh, we want to adopt these four families and all this. I'm like, why can't we do this throughout the year? Like, why does it specifically have to be like? I wish we would just have that spirit because yes, we're celebrating Jesus' birthday or you know the day that we want to name it that, but why can't we have that throughout the year? Because it's, it's, it's almost like right. you want to do more. And it's, it, it, it kind of, it, I don't know, it kind of bothers me sometimes. So I'm just like, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going out and spending a lot of money to buy gifts because, you know, I try to do things for people throughout the year. So I don't know. That's a challenge for me to see, to, to have people want to buy gifts for everybody. And they go, they stress out. And it's like, it's really not about that. Um, no, so that that's a challenge for me. I don't think it's 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 uh uh people are where they are, and if that's where you're located and that's what you do, you decide to be stressed about whatever your choice is. Um, but I like I like that we have holiday seasons. I like seasons anyway, um, and I think it's important to you know because that's the way we create it. That's the way we we are. You know, we get desensitized to things if we do it for a while. And so it's important that we have something to happen that can reignite or re-energize us in a in the spirit of giving and thinking differently and being different. And that, unfortunately, it only seems to happen at certain times of the year. But at least it's happening. So I right. rather it happen happen you know for a couple of months that never happened because I don't think I don't think you know if it, if it weren't for Christmas and Thanksgiving and all that people probably wouldn't even go that route. Because people who don't believe in Jesus, they still celebrate something, you know. They're doing something with somebody. So, 
I don't. I don't. I wish it were not so, but I think that's just part of a uh, human nature that we need something to happen to give us an opportunity to think differently and respond it's our, and do something different. It's our cult. It's the culture here. I think it's, it's more so the culture. I agree to some point, to some degree, but I think it's it's the culture and how we're we're made and how we're designed to do you know certain things. Because, but we definitely need. You know, I said we need a little Christmas. And the, what that saying is, we need a little bit more joy because a lot of people are suffering. They're depressed, even though in this time of year, I know we're going to get into that later. Some people are, you know, this, these times of years, it's hard for them. But anyway, Leah, you go. Go ahead. I can keep talking about well, that. Well, <laughs> I, I have a few challenges. My And y'all don't laugh at me, but I'm just going to be honest. So Let's do it. one of my challenges, I, I consider myself to be very decisive. But when someone asks me what I want for Christmas, I go numb. Like, I, I can't tell them what I want. But then the, hmm. the dichotomy is if you give me something that I don't like, like, I wouldn't say anything because I'm appreciative. But then I'm like, you just wasted your money because I'm not ever going to use this. So that's, that's part one of the challenge. Part two is how in the world do I tell somebody here's what I don't like? You know what I'm saying? Like, because they want to give and they think they know what I would like. But then if you give me something I not, you know, I don't like, you're going to see it. Like, I, I really can't play off my facial expressions too well. So, yeah. Can you be specific who you're talking Is this family or friends? Or this, oh, this no, no, baby. Your aunt? Or... Hussie, I will not say no name. <laughs> <laughs> you are not going to oh, get in no. trouble. I am not. <laughs> no, because. Uh-huh. Okay. So if your friend, so you're saying it's hard for you to say, I don't like it. Because, you know, <laughs> well, you gotta, I don't think yes, it's not about hurting nobody's feelings. No, I don't think. Yeah, people it who can love be you, because they, <clears throat> there are some people who want to give you what they want you to have more than and giving you something that so you why, like. And so my that's the difficulty go ahead, Wendy. I think I would have. That's the thing that I – I don't have a problem. I, I'm young. Yeah. You know by now. I'm very vocal. <laughs> so if you ask me, I have no problem telling you. Uh, but if you are the type of person that you buy me something that you want me to have versus something that you would think I would want to have, I don't think it's wrong to tell you this, right. this was for your benefit, not for mine. So, I mean, don't and, – and I got in trouble for that growing up because if you try to buy me something <laughs> and I don't like it, I'm going to tell you I would rather have nothing than have something that I really don't want because that is a way. And I don't – I yeah, personally don't think that wrong with that being you No, I don't think that's yeah. selfish. I think that's being clear because yeah, I, don't want you, yeah. I don't want you to waste your money, your resources, and if the point of it is to bring joy or meet a need, you're not doing that, and I want to help you meet your need and bring me some joy. Come on. And, 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 and Leah, saying. and you, Leah, <laughs> <laughs> Leah, you wouldn't I'm want listening. to purchase a gift for somebody and they didn't really want it. So if you, you don't want that for yourself, so not saying, I'm just saying in quotations, why well, state the funk for years and years and years and to satisfy the other being when you yourself, because if somebody says they bought, let's say they bought you Elizabeth Taylor perfume. Oh, thank you. No, I'm going to well. You don't do like it. Elizabeth Taylor. Don't do the it. The devil so, is a so, lie if I get some Elizabeth Taylor perfume. <laughs> so, I'm devil. saying, 
I, I, I agree with Wendy now growing up, like, you know, you know how sometimes grandma somebody might say, Well, no, don't 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 turn down what somebody give you. But you know what? That's right. teaching us to be like that even as an adult. So you know, I don't have anybody in my life, friends or family, who are like that with me. They know. If, and guess what? If somebody asks me what I want for Christmas, and they, they, they really come and like, oh, they, so they, <laughs> I'm going to tell them. And, you know, I don't, I don't have that issue. And I think if I did, I would say, hey, I really, ooh, green is not my color, but thank you so much. But <laughs> so, so let me you know, offer I this as a suggestion. Y'all know I, every, my remedy for everything is comedy, and sometimes it's inappropriate. To so my question would be, if you give me something I don't like, so is there a gift receipt in this bag? Ooh, is there a dot, 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 dot. Is there is there a receipt in this bag? <laughs> no, baby, I made it. I made it for you though. Oh, so there's no way, there's no place I can I can exchange this because this really doesn't fit my personality. And um, <laughs> scene <laughs> and scene. And that opens it up for a conversation. Oh, you don't like it? Well, you know, it, it's really not my taste. You know, I really appreciate your effort. I, lo- I love that you gave it to me and the fact that you went out of your way to give me something that meant so much to you. I appreciate that. But mm, it's really not my, really, really doesn't fit me. And I don't want you to waste <laughs> your good time making me something that I ain't going to wear. How about that? How about that? Right? And you know you what, Wendy? I think be... this is a, um... You say what? what? No, no, no. Go, I, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, no, I, was I, I know you don't want to be. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't, I know, Leah, you don't want to be that person where it's like, oh, well, dang, she took me my gift. I'm not going to get her anything else. That was disrespectful. I, I know you're in between a lot, especially, I don't know, mother-in-law or what. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not trying to say no names for you. I'm just saying somebody who you don't want to grandma or husband. But for your husband, you should be able to say, "Hey, babe, look now." Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but I, I don't like offending because... anybody. So yeah, that's a difficult part. Open it in the box and say, "Is this a gag gift?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was saying I think that's a perfect segue into our topic for tonight of saying no because there may be some listeners who are struggling with this very thing on Christmas is, you know, how do I say no if I'm going over budget or how do I say no to a gift that I know I don't want or how do I, you know, say it beforehand to say here's what I want and here's what I don't really want for Christmas, even though we know it's not about that, but, you know, we may be helping some folks. I don't think I'm alone. No, I mean, and and that that's that's the reason why we have conversations like this, and and the one that we're easing into now, which is the power of no, um, and understanding that there is power in defining boundaries, and because something that we do as women, I'm, I can't speak for men because I'm not a man, is we will we will attempt in an attempt to accommodate somebody else's needs and make somebody else comfortable, we disrespect our own selves. So. Mm-hmm. Why is it even important that we define these boundaries, um, and how do we do that? Mm. Mm. Well, you know what? If we have some callers who want to call in, we, I guess we can give them the number just to remind them, because um, this, is, this is really good. You know, how can you say that? Because I'm pretty sure people do have issues like what Lee, and not saying that I have never had that. I'm just saying currently now I used to be like that, but 
How do you make those boundaries? That's that's a good question. I gotta. So while they're pondering, I'm going to give these call-in numbers one more time. The uh, number to call in is area code 929-477-2304. Again, for those who are slow in the writing process, 929-477-2304. And if you want to uh, email your question in, you can do that to queenconversations1 at gmail.com. And we'll take a look at that and, and voice your um, your question uh, anonymously. You can do that. So we've had time to think a little yeah. bit. So why is it, again, important to define these boundaries and how do we do that? <sighs> I need well, Lakeisha to go first. Okay, well, <laughs> i tell you one thing. When you, when you can't say no, then not only does the overexertion happen within yourself, it spreads into the people in your family, um, your children, you start losing yourself and you can't even put enough energy into your own household or to your husband and kids or whatever to your, you know, family. It spills into work. So um, defining boundaries, you know, that that's a personal issue. That could be the same thing, defining boundaries of what we should and should not be eating, you know, because mm-hmm. we know eventually it's going to turn into a negative. So I keep saying, yes, yes, I'll, I'll – I'll do this. I'll be the head leader, coordinator at the job. Yes, I can do the Usher Board anniversary. Yes, I can do my school, my kids' school play. Honey, we, we're, we're going to be tapped out, even as men, too, and, you know, um, men and women alike, saying yes to friends. Can I borrow some money? You know, can I do this? And then next thing you know, you're tapped out of your account because you've been so – you can't say no. So um, they'll still love you. This, you gotta right. love yourself first. So I think you just have to just know that um, the boundaries are for your own protection. How much do you love yourself? You know, mm-hmm. with that. I think um, <clears throat> I struggle. This honestly, I think I'm gonna listen more tonight than I do talk because I really struggle in this area uh, with certain people. It's easier for me to say no to, but I just. I hate disappointing people. That's number one. I hate letting people down. I hate letting myself down. Wendy, earlier you mentioned, I meant to remind you to say that again so I wouldn't forget, but you mentioned um, you like being busy. I'm the same way, um, but I don't know my own boundary to stop. Like I stop and I slow down when I get sick. So boundaries for me simply means principles like love. You Mm. can't exist without boundaries. Principles, what we live by is something that guides us, is something that, you know, we will do or won't do. Um, But I look at no as a negative word or boundaries as a, oh, God, you can't. You know, as children, we're taught no before we taught what you can do. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. don't do this, don't go here. So I've always looked at the word no and boundaries as a negative thing, which is probably why I struggle in this area so much. But now that I've realized boundaries are simply principles, I can look at it a, a different way. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, to bring up the rear, uh, I guess for me, uh, I think it's important to define boundaries because it teaches people how to treat you, and then it it begins the uh, the process of how you will treat yourself. Is establishing those boundaries, and I don't think it's fair being not 
outside of me. I don't think it's fair to have relationships with people and you haven't set any boundaries because then if you get upset about something, I didn't know. And it's not fair to be upset with me about something I wasn't given the uh, the information or the, the, the rules of engagement concerning. So I think it's right. healthy. Um, and it speaks to purpose. It, it speaks to um, <clears throat> the intent of what you're going to do and what you expect to be done um, back towards you in your in your direction as well. So, I mean, I just think it's healthy. It's a healthy thing to do. It, but I do. I will say this. I think that they they adjust over time. They adjust mm-hmm. to people, and they adjust as you adjust as you mature. Um, because every day, especially as women, we change and we adjust and we evolve and we mature, and we have to be willing to establish boundaries, but be willing to acknowledge the fact that those boundaries will change. And I don't think we do so well in that. Even even when we set boundaries, sometimes we overdo it, you know. And we don't we don't have any we don't give ourselves permission to make adjustments. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Can we yeah. can we talk about the the types of boundaries though? Because like you said, there's boundaries are something that is ever changing based on you know either your mood or your maturement. But there's different kinds of boundaries like. Some people may just have material boundaries, meaning like I ain't going to give you nothing if you're not going to return it. Like if, if that's the boundary, it could be that simple. But then there could be physical boundaries. Some people don't like to be touched, you know, may not like PDA, mm-hmm. like a handshake or a hug. So um, even mental boundaries, like how do you apply your thoughts and your values and your opinions? Like do you easily give suggestions or are you more closed-minded? Um, I'm trying to think of more maybe emotional boundaries, like can you separate your emotions and responsibility uh, from somebody else's, or are you more in tune or codependent on someone that doesn't allow you to create your own? And then obviously, you know, sexual boundaries. I don't know if you want to go there or not, but um, yeah. why not? Hey, let's talk well, about it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> why not? <laughs> I I think for women it's a taboo thing, but I think it's good to hear from other women what boundaries are in sex. You know, for people who are, you know, active, I'm a proponent of marriage. You know, if you're going to be active, that's just me. Um, But if you are, like, what boundaries do you have? You know, I think there's a whole other topic, like how to have sex and marriage when you were raised. Let's put our toe in the water. (laughs) Right? Hey, that that could be a whole show. We need, Let's we need do to it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, <laughs> we can wing it. Mhm. Let's be courageous. You want to wing it? Let's do it. Let's, right. Hey, okay. hey, I'm, I'm, I'm down. That is, that is. You're talking now. Hold on. Are we talking to who? Are we talking to? You talking to the we unmarried talking. people? We talking. <laughs> my audience, my audience, as the married lady on the show, is from a married people. <laughs> and 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 so that's, that's a boundary. Thing, yeah. That's a boundary. And see, and and I think that's great because again, a lot of times when we have conversations and exchange thoughts and ideas, we don't establish where we stand clearly because we don't want to be offensive right. to somebody else's stance. And that's not fair because in it you end up giving leeway and right and room for somebody else, but then you allow yourself to not be respected in your own stance. 
So that's that's what I say when I say I think it's healthy to have those boundaries because now I know where you stand. And if I say something offensive to where you stand, there's a difference between having a difference of opinion. But I can be rude and say that's stupid, you know, oh, it's stupid to think so-and-so and so-and-so. That's rude. That's offensive. And now I have crossed right. the line. So, again, yeah. not knowing sometimes what people's boundaries are, it puts us in a position where we allow ourselves not to be respected and what, what our truth really is because we don't want to be offensive to somebody else. You're so absolutely I think it's great. Right. Preach, Wendy. Preach, it's, it's great. You come through every show with these sermons. <laughs> but that's what I do. This, that's, that's what I do. So I can't help well, it. I can't help it. I think – and um, this this is good, especially when we talk about intimacy stuff. But what Leah was saying before we jump into that pool, what Leah was we, saying we, was we, you, we you both. Huh? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, ignore no, me. No, I was no, no, no. I was saying that Leah was breaking down emotional and all that. That is good. You said opinionation, like being opinionated. That's something I'm working on because I'm vocal. You know, I definitely try to be tactful. But limiting boundaries. But what happens is, you know, somebody if you if you don't know your boundaries, somebody has set them for you. Especially mm-hmm. if you're crossing over the line. But I think you know what, you guys, Wendy Lee, I think that takes practice. It takes mm-hmm. practice because there's so many different people's personalities, and you know, I deal. You might deal with the Midwest people, the people from New York, people from the South, the people from you know up Chicago, people from California. Everybody's so different. They're raised differently. So the boundaries. Touch. I, I love to hug people. You know, I Ooh. hug people, but some people might not. Now, I have never had anybody. Wendy, did you away. chuckle? I said, ooh. Wendy, did you chuckle? I said, I said, ooh. I didn't chuckle. I said, ooh. That's what I said. Ooh. Yeah, I'll, I'll hug, you know, I'll, I'll hug people, um, and when I see them, but however, that might not be your forte. That, not, that might be what, what you like, but that's my, let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. Let's go deeper than that. It may not be that they don't like it. It may be that they didn't understand boundaries as a child and maybe their Mm -hmm. boundaries that either were or were established were broken. Somebody may have violated. It may just be some, my my father is not a a touchy, toucher type of person, not a huggy, touchy feely. And that, that's not his reason. He's just funny acting. (laughs) <laughs> and he has this thing, seriously, he just has this thing about why do you want to touch me? Now, he'll hug you if he wants to, but just walking up, that's just not going to happen. Some people are just like that, and you have to give yeah. room for people and they funny ways. And generally, yeah. I'm yeah. a hugger, too. I'm, I'm a hugger now. I wasn't always a hugger. I'm a hugger now. Um, but my thing is, again, I use humor to kind of get my way into different things and to deal with different types of people. And generally it's something like I'll say something crazy like, come on, you know you want to hug me. Come on, brunch it on for the one who loves you. And it, it throws people <laughs> off of whatever it is, that little barrier where it's like, I don't know you like that. you know. And, it, and I don't know anybody who really does not want to be hugged. Yeah, I mean. There's something else like- going on. Even if you just funky acting like my daddy without being touched, if you do it the right way, it'll break down that barrier. That's true. Mm. And, and like you said, you don't know the history. But even if we want to take it a step further when it talks about relationship, the intimate relationship, cuddling, 
hugging, you know, touching, that decreases anxiety, depression, loneliness. That, I mean, if it's... If, 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 <laughs> I have to try to talk to myself. I'm sorry. <clears throat> it helps. Wendy, I may be on the same touch. page as you. Huh? Well, oh, you and, and I will say this, so, Lakeisha. Huh? Having having been a person who has been misunderstood in that regard, it depends on your lifestyle and what you know the person can handle. And that takes some time because, again, I mentioned this a couple of shows ago, you know, abstaining and but being who I am and how I am, it can be misinterpreted. Like, oh, well, you're teasing me and you're flirting. I'm not teasing you and I'm not flirting. This is just really how I am. But if you can't handle right. that and – I'm walking in front of you in in leggings and a T-shirt because this is just the way I I handle myself around the house, and that's enticing to you. I don't need to be in the house with you by myself because it's innocent to me, but that's going to bother you. Oh, let me speak for the men. If any men speaking out, hold on, let me, I I, I got this. Men are very (laughs) visual, (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Men are very visual, so you're gonna walk around with leggings. You got a you got a nice shape. You got some nice size. If you have on a t-shirt and you don't expect them to dream or or think of things, because it doesn't. It does, I don't think like that. You That's don't think like mind. that. I'm trying to be but comfortable and get off this girdle. That's why I'm going <laughs> mentally. Like I'm trying to get unbound and get free, like fill this couch and watch this TV. I'm not Look, thinking about you and your hormones. <laughs> You're not thinking about it, but that man, see, we're not built like men, so we're not going to think I like men, it. but that's that's how men think. So if, if I'm going to walk around, you know, like I'm, we have to be conscious of what we're doing because innocently, that's that's where he's going to go. And if you're, if you're a beautiful woman, why would he not think, I mean, he, he's a, he's a visual creature. Can I, I mean, you know what, we, we need a, we need a man to call in to that. <laughs> And I I get that. That's why I was saying what I said, (laughs) that you have to be aware of not only you, but what you're doing and the way you're doing it. Because to you, to me, it doesn't mean anything. And I don't want what doesn't mean something to me, it means something to you. And then we have a misunderstanding because it means something different to each, you know, to us, to the two of us. That was my point. I wasn't saying it was right. I get it now. I will not do that. (laughs) But now my remedy is I'm not coming in your house, don't come in my house. Let's, let's just not do that. Well, I yeah, because then it's not going to be in my pajamas in your house. So you can't come to my house. Uh, yeah, that, the temptation. Well, so, that, okay, this definitely can be a show on its own because I would love, uh, I, my mind is just thinking about some things I would love to address. And even if we had a, a male, um, a man guest speaker or guest co host. That would even be be good. We, sure. we have to think sure. about that. Sure. Oh Lord, I know some folks. <laughs> oh, it might get a little ignorant, but it would be a good show, <laughs> right? Lord, okay. Can Jesus. I add, some, can I add something else? Please do. Okay, I want to add something else to boundaries because what I listed before were like more external boundaries and things that are tangible to understand. But I think we need to talk about internal boundaries. I think if we tackle internal boundaries, it will help us to establish the external ones. So mm-hmm. when I think of internal boundaries is how do I regulate my relationship with myself? If I don't, I know this sounds cliche, but if I don't genuinely like myself or love myself, 
or think of myself in certain ways or have a healthy management of my resources, my thoughts, my time, how in the world can it show up to other people? Does that make sense? That's a full-time hmm. job. That's a full-time job. It really is. Hmm. It is. I mean, because, again, for, for us, that changes. It changes every day. You get a, you get in a good rhythm, and then something else will be added to that, uh, you know, and it throws everything else off. So that's a, a, a lifetime journey and a goal because Absolutely. things will constantly be, yeah. will be added and taken away from it. <clears throat> but the, again, the loyalty, the intention is to be loyal to yourself in the in the setting yeah. of the boundaries. Right. So, and not just loyal, but being accountable. Like be accountable mm-hmm. that's for part what of I'm loyalty. feeling. Yeah, yeah, and I well, think that touched on you know what you said, Wendy, about um, why it's so difficult for people to say no because we don't want to hurt others. But really, it's that I don't want to be held accountable for my feelings, like. Leah does not want to be held accountable for my feelings of horrible Christmas gifts. So I would <laughs> rather not say anything instead of setting internal boundaries. Mm-hmm. That was an aha moment for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, and to speak to well, something that you said um, a few minutes ago when you were talking about, we were talking about the boundaries thing, you were talking about um, knowing when it's appropriate to be outspoken. One of the things that has helped me with that, because clearly that that is me in in that regard as well, that has helped me is I ask myself before I say something, what is, first of all, what's my intention? What's my goal in, in saying what I'm getting ready to say? And if my goal is, which hopefully it will always be, is to help somebody or to help a situation or improve the situation, to build it up, edify it, is this a person or a place where this is really going to receive what I'm saying? And they, I'm not Come saying it's going to be accepted or it's going to make you happy, mm-hmm. but would this be me casting my pearls before swine? Is this person not even in a place where they can receive this? It, are they healthy enough? Are they mature enough? If not, I'm not going to waste my time because it will end up frustrating me, saying, you know, expressing myself or giving wisdom or whatever the case may be. It may not even be worth your while. And right. that over time really helps um, temper being outspoken because then it's like this would be a wasted effort and anybody got time to waste nothing. So I'm going to keep this one to myself. And I'll, I'll hold on to it until I find an opportunity that this will be asked, this, that this seed will take, basically. Yeah, that, that that's is that's something to think about. And that's something to, like you said, choose your battles because you don't want to be Wasting time, um, but it's. I, I think it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to have those feelings. But my thing is, how long are we gonna sweep it under the rug? My thing. So, one thing with friends, yeah. I think the people who you surround yourself around, they should hold you accountable as well. They're they're not ultimately the person who you're responsible for, but they should hold you accountable as well. Because I mean, for instance. I'm pretty sure there's somebody else that knows that you don't like these gifts. I'm going back to you, Leah, but there's somebody else, i.e. your husband. He's probably heard these things. (laughs) And I don't know what his suggestions have been to you about, you know, what you might be struggling with. But um, I think when people love you and they care for you, they know that, you don't your intentions are good and you don't mean harm. I think they can swallow it better. Listen. 
the road to hell <laughs> is paved with good intentions. Ah, yes, preach. I heard it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, but there comes however, a point that's, that's using a different not matter. But see, that's kind of different. That's kind of different. Because we're, we're, we, we know that truly your intentions are good. And if they do get offended by it and get mad and want to talk to you, what what is that? Because I'm, I mean, like, what is that? Even a family member or a friend, because it's like, for instance, I'm, if I give you something and it's a amber, like I like coconut. I love coconut and um, black coconut and amber candles from um, Barnes and Noble. Um, if if you come in here with a lemon candle, I'm like, oh, thank you. I love candles, but I'm not a lemon. I mean, I, I just for somebody to attack me and look at me strange. I don't know if that gift was really in love or not. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, that it's a touchy subject. It's something to think about. Well, while we're thinking about that, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, We're going to table this discussion. We're going to come back and talk about it at another level. So get your water, go take your bathroom break. We're going to take a commercial, listen to a song, and we'll be right back. We are back, and we praise God for the fade button because we was driving old Satan away. Uh, that was uh, <laughs> oh no no that was uh, B J McAllister. Uh, sorry, B J McKenzie. Sorry, mm-hmm. y'all ain't gonna go find that song. Listen, away, so it I don't think matter. That was, <laughs> about that no, song was it was not. It was not. It was not. I, I felt like I needed a washboard and a rock or something. It was too much of it. I cannot. I can't. I can't. I don't. I don't understand what happened, but it happened. So you know, I'm gonna put it together. We're gonna get through it. 
yeah, and we're back to the power of no conversation. And we said no. We exercised our no and faded away. How about that? Um, so <laughs> let's, uh, again, talk about this cruise that is slash Winford Burns. Yeah. The second yeah. birthday Winford Burns. <laughs> Our CEO of Global Drive Network is sponsoring a cruise, Winford Burns, on November, um, 2017, 2017, I can't even talk, Change the Nation Cruise. Join the Global Drive team on a three-day fun-filled cruise leaving Miami, Florida, going to the Bahamas on September 15th through the 18th. To reserve your room, deposits must be paid by January 7th. To pay your deposit. Or for more details, go to Global Drive Network on Facebook. Y'all, that is Global Drive Network, and you cannot go wrong in the Bahamas. You might fall in love. Watch out now. Y'all remember what Eddie Murphy Uh-oh. said? All right, all right. <laughs> you know, Eddie Murphy has an island right off the coast of the Bahamas. So while we talking about Eddie, okay. <laughs> he knows one of those islands. So we might get to see Eddie. Mm-hmm. I know. That will be nice, huh? <laughs> So back to our uh, conversation, we're going to take this in a different direction. Uh, We were talking about the power of no. Our question is now is why do you think it's so hard for women specifically to say no? Ooh. Um, Unless it's your mama, because your mama can say no in a minute. Come on. (laughs) With a quickness. Like, no, go for that. It's like, I need to get it all out of you. I just thought about it. And you just said, I just said, no, go sit down. Oh, Not that, not them. But if it's not your mom, why do women have a hard time with that? Let me, before I answer that, that's another topic, is parenting. Because some parents actually have a hard time saying no. They really do. And and it used to be cultural, like, you know. Yeah, it used to be cultural, like, no, not the black mamas, but. There are some black mothers who have a hard time saying no. They, you know, treat their kids like friends more than they do dependents. So, but anyway, to answer your question, I think uh, women, let's go with girls. I think we're taught, and Wendy, you're going to disagree, but I'm going to still say it. I think sometimes <laughs> we're taught to be, I think we're still taught to be a little more codependent. Like, I, I was taught independent. I, I really was. But I was also taught, you know, when you're married, the man is the head and blah, blah, blah. So I think in essence and by our nature, we are taught to put others' needs and feelings before ours. It's just a natural thing, especially if we saw our mothers do it with their husbands. So um, maybe we don't feel like we have the right to set the boundaries or to say no. Um, Some of us struggle that, you know, if we actually set boundaries, it jeopardizes the relationship with the other person. And quite frankly, we never learned to have healthy boundaries. I don't disagree. Mm. Nah, you don't. <laughs> no, not at all. I, I agree with okay. everything you just said. <laughs> I do not disagree, but I don't see anything wrong. I I don't believe in. I I actually had a conversation with my dad yesterday uh, about a topic and it came up in, in the conversation where I was telling him that a disagreement with somebody was actually good for me because it it gave me what I needed to be loyal to myself 
rather than being loyal to them because my tendency is to put others' needs ahead of my own. And to an extent, that's okay because, you know, we're supposed to consider one another over ourselves, but there is a fine Mm -hmm. line. And that does not mean you allow people to run rush out over you. And and sometimes my loyalties will call to other people because that's just my nature to, I'm a fighter. And if I care about you, I got your back. Even when you're wrong, I take you behind the scenes later and tell you you're wrong. But in public, I got your back. Um, mm-hmm. But at some point, you have to choose you, you know. And so his response was, well, that's not biblical. And you can't tell me something ain't biblical, and I know to the contrary. But that's, a, that's a, I think, a, um, an issue that people have, not just women, but people have in struggling with the fine line of what, what is healthy when it comes to considering others over yourself. Hmm. I mean, we're, we're supposed to be codependent. I shouldn't say codependent. We're supposed to be interdependent, not codependent and yeah. not independent. Yeah. You know, so that, and we don't do that well. We don't do that well as, as as people because we tend to swing, you know, either far to the left or far to the right, and and really don't see any problem with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely. So, it has a lot of truth think, to both of them. I mean, it has a lot of truth. <laughs> but what I will say, you know, women, some that I have seen and even are in my family, it's like you want to. You just want to make it right. So if I got to say, it, it's hard to say no when, I mean, my, it was easy for my mama to say no to us, you know, but I mean, she wasn't a yes, yes, you know, now I think about it, she wasn't a yes, yes person growing up. But I think sometimes it's hard because it's like you want to, you want to take care. We want to take care of things and make sure everybody's okay. So if you need this, I got you, I got you, I, you know, I can, I can handle it, I can handle it. And then the proudness sets in, and then hurt sets in, and then and then next thing you know, Mama's suffering, and we didn't know because she just been overwhelmed. Um, I think it's it's just culture, and a lot of us, some places, we don't work together. Like back in the day, I don't know, like where you guys grew up, like most people knew their neighbors, the kids, blah blah, blah but we've become more secluded. And maybe everybody got in a van because three people on the block was a play basketball. So I didn't, you know, things were, I mean, when you have that village mentality, don't get me wrong, um, you know, you definitely uh, have to be careful in those things. But I think sometimes it's because we overload ourselves. And culturally, sometimes women, we don't know how to say no unless you just grew up totally differently and you just, you learn how to set your brownies as an adult. And and I think, too, so. sometimes we, our, our particular proclivities on this, on how we land on this topic, have to do with what we've seen um, and how we feel about what we've seen. Because if you see, grew up watching women be dogged out uh, because they don't have healthy boundaries, they just allow people to just mistreat them, you either – grow up and be the same way or you say I ain't never gonna let nobody treat me like that and you go quite, you know, to the to the extreme far left of that and you don't allow anybody an an ounce of space in your world, you know, to to have a mistake, make a mistake or anything like that. So I think sometimes too we kinda take our cue on that topic by the environment that we uh have been raised in and the effect on that environment on us. Absolutely. Hmm. And that I think that bears thought 
and you know, and how as we grow as women, you know, how we are going to temper certain areas to really stop and say, you know what, I'm doing this because of X, Y, and Z, and really uh, see and through and say, well, why am I doing this like this? Why do I allow this, or why don't I allow this? And you know, and really begin to work through to get to a place that's healthy for us and not just what we've seen done before. Hmm. Hmm. That's good. Well, you guys, if you guys want to lay in on this topic, remember the number is 929-477-2304. Press 1 for any comments or, comments or questions. Again, 929-477-2304. You call the number. If you're already on the line, you can press 1. This is this is good. So what's the solution? I mean, what's the, I guess what's some of the ways we can do better? Get to know you. Mm-hmm. You know, get to know not only what you're doing and really be honest about what you are doing as it pertains to your boundaries. And then <clears throat> make some adjustments as needed and be willing to continue to make those adjustments because some stuff is trial and error. Some stuff should be definite, you know, like things that, that will affect your person and your, your mental health and all that, your peace. So those things ought to be, you know, pretty easy to do. Um, now how you back those up is a whole live them out, but to set them in your own mind as the boundaries, that ought to be easy. But be willing to kind of learn and grow into some new boundaries because what may have worked at one period of your life may not work now. True. Yeah. That's very true. Very true. Well, do you a, ever hear people say like thing. I was I was saying, do you ever hear people say um that they tried like I tried to set this boundary but it didn't help or it didn't work? I, I can't imagine that. I mean if somebody you only allow what you allow. Now people might test that but how you respond to it is, again, resetting that boundary. I, I had a client yesterday that I had to put out of my, my establishment because she crossed the line. And I didn't, I mean, it didn't get out of hand, but it was still, no, This is these are the rules of engagement, and this is how this business operates. When you decide to live outside of that, we can have a conversation. If you don't want to have a conversation, your only other option is to leave. And then uh-huh. she was insulted. She was insulted because she's like, you telling me I have to leave? Absolutely. Because this is these, uh, this is the culture here. And if these are the boundaries that are set and you choose to live in a whole other, you know, place of boundaries, you can't, you can't occupy this territory. Absolutely not. So I, I, for me it's difficult to think about somebody penetrating some boundaries that were set and you not, you allowing that. You allowed that. So take responsibility yeah. and reset the boundaries. I guess that. Yeah, but, I, I mean the same I thing. Oh, people. go ahead, Lily. No, 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 Lakeisha, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was, I was just gonna say. I, I think that's the same. I was thinking. I don't why marriage came up. Like, um, I listened to this lady. Her name is Real Talk Kim. She's out of Atlanta, and she did a kind of a a Periscope session about this but she was talking more towards marriage. And I think that, you know, the behaviors we, we set up front and that we communicate, I think, you know, things can change as time changes. You know, I'm with you for five years, 10 years, 15 years. You don't know how you're going to act when you're in it. But those boundaries you set up in the beginning is going to just lay the foundation for 
what's going to become. I think same thing with children and and, and their kids. Um, and same thing with you. You're an owner. You're an entrepreneur. You you own that business. What you allow in your establishment will is going to fester. Whether it's people coming yeah. in and, and 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 you're going to say, oh, you on credit? Okay, you don't have all your money. Well. You can pay me next time, or you can say, "Hey, somebody coming in and bringing all their kids and running around," and oh, you're saying, no. "Okay." Uh, I'm just oh, saying no. these things, <laughs> these boundaries. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> right. You know. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. <laughs> these, Go ahead. Sorry. I know. The, no, no, I'm just saying these boundaries in a relationship. I'm I'm saying, okay, it's okay for my husband to do this, or. Um, he can speak to me like this or I can speak to him like this, then that's just going to create the foundation of how I speak to him or how I address him. You know, you create those boundaries or what we're going to say outside of our marriage. Are we going to be inclusive, exclusive? I mean, meaning just even with communication, putting people in our business, whatever. I think it, it can just go across, across the board. So just setting those in the beginning, just things to think about. Hope I yeah, I think um, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You made perfect sense. I think some people have a strength of being assertive. I, I believe that's one of my strengths is being assertive and not mean. But I think there are some people who need support and time and relearning uh, to be able to set those boundaries. Like you have to be self-aware and assertive. So if you don't have those skills. I believe you need a support system. Like you need someone who is assertive so you can see how they handle setting those boundaries. Um, And I think it also requires a bit of self-esteem. I mean, if you don't have it, then you won't get Mm -hmm. the courage to, you know, set those boundaries. So, you know, now on the flip side, when you do set boundaries, it's going to automatically build the self-esteem because you're going to have that power, you know, to control the things that you can. Um, but I, I do think, you know, for those who, who aren't assertive, you, you have to have a support, some kind of support, in order to say no. And and if I may yeah. add, just to what you just said, I think the, the other purpose and not purpose and aid in doing that and setting boundaries and not only setting them but maintaining those boundaries, not only does it add to your self-esteem, but the, it adds to your sense of safety because that's what really is mm-hmm. being breached when you are breaking people's boundaries. When you are not setting boundaries yourself, you're basically leaving yourself wide open for whatever anybody wants to do to you to occur, and also you're putting yourself in a position where you never really have a sense of safety, and you cannot have a healthy sense of self-esteem and you don't have a sense of safety. It, just, it doesn't mm. work. It doesn't work. And so I think that's a lot of a lot of the reason why women particularly have an issue with no is because we more than men oftentimes have security issues. Right. And if our security is not established and firm and sure and all that other good stuff, then when it's all said and done, so your boundaries are shaky. If you have them, they you could be a pushover. You know, you'll allow certain things and, and if you even think of a literal boundary that you said, let's say you put a gate around your house, that speaks to something. That right. means don't come up in here. <laughs> you know, these are this is mm-hmm. my property, this is my territory, and 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 what I do in here, this is my stuff, and I'm responsible for right. what goes on and what I allow in this gated 
space that belongs to me. But we don't tend to think of the boundaries of our lives that way. We let somebody hop the fence in a minute and think it's okay. Let somebody hop your fence. You calling 911. You said said hop on in, huh? Hop in. But we do that. You know, somebody (laughs) will jump the fence of a boundary in our lives, and we, you know, passively or not wanting, you know, not wanting to be aggressive or be rude or just sometimes out of shock, we'll allow it, and then we're, we're offended. But about what we allowed. But in mm-hmm. a natural sense, if we saw somebody jumping our fence, you are calling 911 or going to get your gun. Listen, you know, you, for, the, for, wow. for the fourth show in a row, you have created another hashtag. Ready? Here it is, folks. Hashtag don't jump my fence. <laughs> wow. Stay don't on your jump side my of the fence. fence. Until I take it the over. Until I walk over to the gate's entrance and let you in, you don't have the right to come over here. Mm. So when you do jump the fence and come in unwelcome, whatever happens, happens. I do think. <laughs> because that's a violation. I, I, do, I do think that the security of both men and women it needs to be established. And, yes, it's for our protection. Um Oh man, that that could that could really go so deep, you know. And, and some people could build a fence so tall and so thick that no one could ever climb over or get through because of hurtful paths. Because a wall. even to to yeah, a wall. I mean, you know, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Those fences can turn into walls, even with your family, because somebody hurts your family, um, friends or work, whatever, love life. So I think that that can go really deep. But I think we do need to build a wall of protection, even for your own, for your kids and everything. But also not to create a, the image of yeah, when somebody crosses, because some people are people have crossed the line with me. People have crossed the line. I'm pretty sure with you guys, and maybe verbal actions or anything else like that. But you just you learn to deal with it, and it's not the end of the world. You 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 correct you correct it then, and just like my great grandmother used to say, don't take no wood and nickels, and keep it moving. So when somebody says something, you know, wrong, come at you the wrong way, you have to protect yourself. Right. So there's definitely nothing wrong with that. I have, I have something tangible for those who may be listening or watching who struggle with no. Uh, one of the things I researched about this topic was, you know, what are our rights? I believe we can all agree that we have a right to be addressed with courtesy and respect, we have a right to change our minds. Some of us, this may be hard, but we have a right to cancel commitments. That is for me. <laughs> we have a right to ask for mm-hmm. help, to be left alone. So one of the things, like if you struggle like me in certain areas, one of the things that may help is just to simply write out how you currently handle these things. If that means I don't handle it at all, you can write that down. Um, and then write down how often you say yes when you like to say no. Um, and then on the flip side of that, write down what you want to happen. Like list your personal bill of rights. List them. You know, for example, um, please don't criticize me or call me or borrow my blank. You know, thanks for thinking of me, but I regret I won't be joining. I won't be able to help this time. You know, just think of your personal bill of rights. I think that's, you know, one tangible way that will help us climb that, that heel over the, the no. 
That's good. And, That's and one, if, if we can add something to your your list, your initial list, you have the right to you have the right to have peace. And anything that might mm-hmm. disturb mm-hmm. your peace, you need to deal with that, and and check it and move it out of the way, because. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, that is a right you have. That's a spiritual right you have. But you have to position yourself to be able to be in that place of peace. Mm-hmm. And that's your choice. That's our choice. Mm-hmm. And we, we don't allow ourselves to do that because we try to be Jesus uh, in places where we're supposed to be Wendy, Lakisa, and <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? We do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do that and live. You know, so instead of trying to again do do the assignments that we may that may be our assignments, we want to do we want to be everything to everybody. And my Lord. personal thing is, I don't I don't personally have a problem with saying no. Um, I don't. And if you upset, I that's something I, I I'm quite the opposite of most people in that regard. I have to be sensitive. I have to be compassionate. That is not that is not something that comes natural to me. And I used to say, maybe something wrong with me, but that goes with my gifting. If I, if I cared that much, I wouldn't be where I am. So, you know, you have to know who you are and how you are and work with whatever your issue is. And because, again, I know that that's not something that naturally comes to me. And I have to make sure right. when you ask me to do something, I know I have no intention of doing it, not to be like, I'm not doing that, but say, oh, I don't think that's a good fit for me. And leave it alone, you know, rather yeah. than on the flip side, somebody who has a hard time saying no, you, you, you got to know yourself and be willing to work whatever yeah. your weakness is, work it. Work it to make it your strength. Yes. So that it doesn't serve your peace. I saw this hashtag or some meme. I think it said, don't cross the bridge for someone who won't cross the street for you. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Mm. I think that's a good reminder. Like, if you're pushing so hard to not disappoint somebody and you know they won't even go 5% of what you would do, that would be a good sign to go on and say no. Especially, you know, and, and to add to that, it, it – it sounds like common sense, but it, depending on the title that the person has or the position that you think they're supposed to have in your life, you'll allow some foolishness. If it's a parent, if it's mm-hmm. a spouse, if it's a you know a, a, a sibling, you know whoever it is, if it's your pastor. Sometimes we'll put again the our esteem and our loyalty to others over what's right and righteous and balanced and sound for ourselves. One thing growing up mm-hmm. that I never would never forget my dad doing, my dad is a pastor, and I remember him uh, saying to this woman once, and she was talking about, um, you know, she was at church a lot all the time, and he said, I hope you minister as much as you do, as much as you hear at church, I hope you minister this much to your husband. Hmm. And she was like, well, I mean, I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And he was looking at her like she was insane. And that stuck with me because, again, thinking that we're doing something right sometimes will put us in a position where we are crossing boundaries and we're not being respectful in the areas that we're supposed to be respectful and and responsible, not just respectful but responsible. Right. So, you know, it doesn't matter who it is. If it disturbs your peace or puts you in a place where you out of order, you got to say no. You got to. You got how can. Uh, and, and, and That's a whole conversation. <laughs> not, not, not being judgmental, but, you know, you sometimes you think, well, how, how can people not do that? But there's some people who just can't. I, 
Mm-mm. And so that's a, a good opportunity now to discuss the role of guilt. You know, where does guilt Ooh. come in and how can we really deal with that when you know you're doing what you're supposed to do and saying no? Leah, you can go ahead and head that one off. <laughs> oh, Lord. What was the question again? If you're on the line and you guilt? want, if you are on the line, excuse me, I'm sorry, uh, and you want to add to this conversation, press one and we'll get you in this conversation. So just so you know, if you're on the line, press one if you want to be a part of the conversation. And you were saying, I'm sorry. No, what was the question again about guilt? Um, where does this, how, where does it come in, and what is the, the, um, what should we do when we know we're doing what we're supposed to be doing in saying no and attempting to be balanced to really deal with the guilt aspect of it? Okay, so I'm gonna answer this question with a question, and I'm gonna use you, Wendy. I'm going to give you this scenario and tell me if you would feel guilty. First of all, tell me what you would say and if you feel guilty about it. So a friend asked to borrow your car. Absolutely um, not. Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. Yes, wait. wait, 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 wait Go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Her car is in the shop, and she's trying to repair a dent. Like, she got into a car wreck, and so she doesn't have anything, and she needs to go somewhere, like, really fast. So your answer is no. Now, are you just going to say no, or are you going to word it differently? I'm going to say no. I, you know, and I, I think people know who to try. People know who to ask what to <laughs> based on the boundaries that you've already set. Nobody okay. that I know would ask me to borrow my car. They just I've never had that experience, and I've had cars since I was 16 years old. Nobody has ever asked me to borrow my car because that is not going to happen. Not so why happen. wouldn't you? Why shouldn't? Why shouldn't you feel guilty about it? Because it's mine. I have the right to to exercise decisions, my decision and my choice with my stuff. I'm responsible for that. Absolutely not. Okay. And no, I would not feel guilty because, I mean, it's mine. You can't be mad at me for my choice to do my stuff. Mm -hmm. That's true. You talk to somebody who does not, I don't struggle with guilt. My struggles are totally, totally different. Guilt ain't one right. <laughs> I got that in our well, but you'll think that, no, no, and it's for me too. I'm, I'm very. I think everything through before I do stuff. Before I say something, that's why a lot of the times in the past when I would say things, it would be the impact would be so strong and hard because people know I thought about this before I said it. So I'm not the one that's going to say something and be like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know what I meant. I know what I meant. I know what I said. And the way you felt was the way I intended for you to feel. So I I don't, I I process things before I do them, before I say them. And my last question in doing that is if I do this or don't do this, will I regret it? Could I regret it? What are the possibilities, you know, if I go in? So I'm clear about my decision before I make it. Yeah. Okay, Leticia, I got one for you. Yeah. You ready? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm <laughs> okay. ready, honey. You said me, girl. Yeah, I just you, want you to know. Right? Lakeisha, you booed up. You are engaged. You are planning your mm. wedding. And your cousin is asking to bring her boyfriend of the month. Because, you know, Jesus. no shade to your family, but maybe, you know, this one just has a boyfriend of the month. 
and you're uh-huh. paying like fifty dollars a plate for your reception. What do you say? And why should or shouldn't you feel guilty about it? If I'm in a having a wedding and everything's already paid for, this is last minute. Is this person asking me last minute? Nope, not last minute. She's just asking. Okay, well, probably if I already had tables set and numbers already established and I've already paid the caterer, um, probably not, only because um, if it's a last-minute thing, and I already know me probably um, when I do get married, it'll be maybe a small, you know, intimate, nice gathering. I don't do last-minute stuff. Unless for some reason we can, if we absolutely can accommodate that person, we can. But if it's going to be too much of a struggle, it's not the end of the world. You know, and if my cousin is upset, it, it won't be the end of the world. It's, it's just a reception. So um, so how would you smooth it over then? How would I, how would I smooth it over? Just say I, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I, we weren't able to accommodate the last-minute plate, so I'm going to have to see her another time, or, or him, or whoever is a female cousin bringing a male. I'm going to have to see him another time, or if you're, you're still wasn't to come, but we can only have one person. Now, if that person volunteers to pay, let's just say, you know, because weddings are expensive. So just, I, I, you know, I've been in weddings, but just weddings are expensive. So to do something last minute, I think is, you know, it's just, it can be a pain in the butt. So why would I try to put somebody else through it? But people not considering maybe the other person's feelings, I, I would just be okay with saying, no, I don't think we'll be able to do it. Because at that point, I, I wouldn't want to stress what I got going on or what my, my husband, future husband got going on. If we can't do it, we can't do it. And but even if I, you I could, would be okay with that. if you huh? could do it, you would be okay with doing it? If I could, if I knew we had extra seats, absolutely. If we could, if we could do it and we had extra money and we could sign that extra person, that wouldn't be a problem, but if we couldn't, and like we already like we already paid, everything's done, and then you come into me totally last minute. No, no. Okay, all right. It, it, that, that will be a little, you know. I'm the same thing with. That's the one thing. This might be lost. If you're gonna borrow money, that means I'm willing to give you that money. So if you're saying, hey, I need to borrow five hundred dollars or two hundred dollars, that means I'm willing to let that money go without you paying it back. Because what they say, if you're going to borrow somebody money, just know that they might not pay it back. So if I'm, if I'm okay with you borrowing money, yeah, we might have an agreement, but I know there's a possibility it might not come back. So that's, and that's, another, that's another subject. Uh-uh, we're not doing that. Mm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you just got to let it go. Well, I have my eye Well. Just pray my strength. We we pray for each other. We pray for each other. <laughs> uh, so we are at the point now where we're going to start wrapping things up. Uh, but before we do, um, I just want to go around to each of us and take an opportunity. What is uh, the thought that we um, that stuck out to us individually the most tonight that we want to just highlight at the end? So let's start with you, Leah. Wow. Um, let's see. 
I would say it's important to have boundaries. It's important to understand what your limitations are, but it's also most important to start with your own self-work, your self-esteem, to figure out where you can learn to say no better. It doesn't matter who it is, but, you know, have the power um, and the self-love to know that you have the power to say no, and it's not uh, wrong for you to do so. So um, I had my aha moment. I'm very grateful for it. Um, my last comment has to do with Christmas. I wish all of you all a very special Merry Christmas, and I would be very remiss if I do not offer you uh, an opportunity to learn Christ. Like, this is really his birthday. It was when he was born. He was born to die for all of us. So if you do not know Christ as your Savior, uh, you can email us. I'm sure all of us would be more than happy to explain him to you. Hopefully you see him in us through our uh talks with you all, but I I really wish you guys a Merry Christmas and, and hope that you find joy during this season. Okay, awesome. And you, Miss Lakeisha? Well, you know what, you guys, pulling back from this, pulling from this conversation, this was, I really, really enjoyed this conversation. Um, learn just really not to stress out so much about what people think you know, um, and just be yourself because it's almost like when people really love you and they care about you, they're not going to agree with you all the time, but that love is going to come back. So if you have something to say or, you know, you you want to tackle something, go ahead and tackle it and just be yourself because, y'all, life is so short. Enjoy the day. Laugh. Live for today. And do something. Do something nice, not Merry Christmas, everybody, but do something nice throughout the year, for sure. Continue to show the love going into 2000. 2017 is going to be a good year for all of us. Wendy, for you. Leah, for you. I have special prayers for both of you guys and Ebby, and this is going to be a great year for all of us. It will. It's going to be amazing. Thank you. Thank you. It's going to be amazing. Well, my uh, closing uh, thought, uh, honor God, honor others, honor you, and in the process, Again, keep your fence healthy and sound and secure um, and allow appropriate access, appropriate access, not only uh, um, to others, but, you know, to yourself, because sometimes we'll wall ourselves in and out of certain spaces in our own lives. So, uh, again, Merry Christmas to everyone, and we will see you in two weeks. We enjoy this time together, and we look forward to all of us being back, all four of us being back in a couple of weeks for another opportunity to do this all over again with great topics, great conversation. And I just want to say I appreciate, have appreciated these weeks with you all, getting to know you all through our conversations, and um, just having the opportunity that we've been afforded uh, to celebrate life in this particular uh, vein together and do so in a healthy way. This is a great opportunity for women to see other women from totally different backgrounds and totally different states, do totally different things, speaking even in totally different ways, uh, but Mm -hmm. still having the respect and the honor as queens uh, in doing so. So I just appreciate you all, and indeed, Merry Christmas to you all. Oh, thank you. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Love you guys. Our next show is December 29th. Yes, 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 right after Christmas, right before the new what? Year. Year. <laughs> Year. <laughs> so we look forward to seeing you all then, and we'll be back to do it better and better every every time. 
Yes, absolutely. Everybody have a great, wonderful night and a great weekend. Yes, indeed. Employ those traditions, too. All right. Destiny, pride in all of your enemies. 